Yo, what's happening? Big love to everyone that's joining me right now. Just in case you didn't know, this is the final part of a series that we've been in for the last six weeks where we've explored the letter of Ephesians. Uh, don't worry if you've missed any of the previous talks. The beautiful thing about Church Online is that after you've watched this service, you can hop on YouTube and you can catch up on anything that you've missed. Don't worry, I won't tell anyone if you don't. The title of my talk today is A New Strength. With a title like that, I feel deeply challenged to let you know that since the gyms have reopened, I've only been a couple of times. I'm way more loyal to the new strength I found during lockdown of picking up things like donuts, yum-yums, chocolate, and the list goes on. I'm going to be reading from Ephesians 6, verse 10. It's believed that the Apostle Paul wrote this, and it says this. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. I grew up going to a church and in my church we had something called Sunday school and it was where all the kids left the adults in the main service and went to another room where we'd learn songs and Bible verses. The verses in Ephesians that I just read about, they're verses that I heard a lot while growing up and it's one of those passages from the Bible that I really liked reading. There's some passages in the Bible that I didn't want to read too often, like Matthew 5 verse 40 for example. If anyone slaps you on a right cheek, let them slap you on the other one as well. Didn't really like reading that one too often. But putting on the full armour of God, I loved reading that. There was something about it that made me feel untouchable, invincible, protected. I would walk out of church feeling 10 feet tall and feeling like a power ranger or something. But when I think back, every time I read that passage about the armour of God, whether at church or at home, a few days later, I'd feel weak again. The feeling of strength and power and protection, it would disappear. And I think it's because I was a weak man in strong armour. There's two parts in verse 10 and 11 of Ephesians. The first part says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. But the second part says, put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. I was only doing the second part, and it wasn't enough for me to just get new strength from putting on the armour of God. If you're a weak man or woman who struggles to stand and walk and fight, even if you have the best armour, you will still be an ineffective soldier. Where I come from in East London, we'd say, you've got all the gear, but no idea. It's the guy in the gym that has the latest trainers, the best workout clothes, the latest gadget that tells him all the calories he's burnt, and how many steps he's done. He's got all the gear, all the armor, but that guy doesn't do the hard work on the exercise machines. That guy in the gym is me. I've got to do the hard work of building strength. That's what Ephesians is telling us. It's not saying you need to do everything and God does nothing. And it's not saying you do nothing and let God do everything. So what is it saying? How can we be strong in the Lord and his mighty power? Well, being strong in the Lord doesn't give you a special pass that means you can control any problems life might throw your way. I came to learn this when my dad passed away 
after a really short battle with cancer in 2017. That would have been tough to deal with anyway, but even more so for me because I had been conditioned from a really young age that real men don't cry. Real men are always in control and real men have to be strong. You can imagine how much of a failure I felt when I was crying in tears, floods of tears on a beach in California a few weeks after his death. Now I know that it's absolutely fine for men to cry or men to not always be in control. In fact, having strength in the Lord actually means giving up control, trusting in Jesus no matter what, because his strength doesn't fail. Paul said it best in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So how can we be strong in the Lord? Well, the first thing is we can be strong in the Lord by choosing joy. Even on the worst of days, there's still blessings to count. There's still things that you can be grateful for. Our reward is in heaven, and so being joyful and expectant will give us strength to face the day. The beautiful thing is, joy doesn't just come from waiting for our heavenly reward. Joy can also come from what we have now, like the fact that God forgives our mistakes, the fact that we can have a relationship with him, the fact that we have friends and family and work and nature. Joy is all around us, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Secondly, we can be strong in the Lord by choosing hope. I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that in this life we will face difficult times. We'll face pain. We'll face unexpected circumstances. The other day I went to Nando's and they had run out of chicken wings. Can you imagine that? I had to have hope. But seriously, hope enables us to find strength in Jesus. I love what it says in Romans 8, 24 and 25. Hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we have hope for what we do not yet have, we can wait for it patiently. And finally, we can be strong in the Lord by choosing to pray. Pray for God to help you choose joy and for him to help you choose hope. Pray for God to give you wisdom, his love, his grace, his favour and his strength, which is made perfect in our weakness. It's his strength we need and not our own. And if we want maximum effectiveness, we can't separate that from putting on the armour of God. We need both. It's like Ant and Deck, Will Smith and Carlton Banks, me and Nando's. One just doesn't work as well without the other. And the great thing about the armour of God is it's not just something that's great to look at from the outside. It does amazing things for us internally. The armour consists of truth and righteousness and peace and faith and salvation and spirit, all that good stuff. And the reason why this is so important is because of what it says in verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Game of Thrones has got nothing on this. The battle isn't always physical, and it isn't always obvious. Social media and society wants us to think that, but sometimes, a lot of the times, it's deeper, it's spiritual. We don't fight spiritual forces with machetes and guns. Not that I could anyway, I haven't got a machete and I haven't got a gun. We fight with truth and righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, prayer, and the spirit of God. While reflecting on this passage, I ask myself what the litmus test is. How do I know if I'm strong in the Lord? And how do I know if I have his full armor on? For me, the answer I landed at was boldness. 
If I'm strong in the Lord with armor on, I should be bold enough to stand on the front line, bold enough to pray behind closed doors, bold enough to share what Jesus has done in my life, and bold enough to stand up to injustice. Then I ask myself, how can I possibly be strong enough to do this on a consistent basis? And the answer I landed out was Jesus. He took the ultimate stand against the devil's schemes, stood firm against the powers of this dark world and against spiritual forces. And he did this by giving up his life. So we didn't have to. Through him, all things are possible. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me.